As we continue now in our study of the book of John, we are going to be picking up in John chapter 5, verses 19 through 29. And I want to do something just a little bit different today with uh, this passage. You know, normally we read through a section and, um, you know, we'll give some comments and thoughts and that sort of thing. But I uh, just thought today would be uh, good to do something a little different. There's a an interesting uh, part of this passage that has to do with the final judgment, particularly in verses uh, 28 and 29 at the end of our passage. So I thought it would be good to, to talk about that little a little bit. <clears throat> uh, the verses read, this is John 5, 28 and 29. It says, Do not marvel at this, for an hour is coming when all who are in the tombs will hear his voice and come out, those who have done good to the resurrection of life, and those who have done evil to the resurrection of judgment. Um, so I think there's a lot of misunderstanding about exactly what it is that happens to us when we die, for example. Uh, exactly what it is that God has planned for the history of the world. And then I think most especially what the relationship is between our faith in Jesus and our works that we perform. So first off, uh with regards to what happens when we die, I think it's just helpful for us to understand that uh, there is a future final resurrection that Jesus talks about here where every single human will be resurrected bodily and we will not be spending eternity in some sort of bodiless existence, but rather we will all, every human, will live out all of eternity in a body in a human body. Now, uh, these bodies might be slightly different. Uh, In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, Paul makes some distinctions about what these bodies will be like, but nonetheless, uh, we will have a body. We will be resurrected. And um, when this final resurrection occurs, um, we will be, uh, we will all, all humans who've ever lived, will enter into a time of judgment. And this is where things get a little bit tricky. It almost seems here, if you maybe never read the Bible before and you only came across verse 29, um, you, might be, you might read this and think that what Jesus is teaching here is that uh, we either go to heaven or go to hell. We're either saved or damned based on how we lived, whether we were a good person or whether we were an evil person. Um, but un- unfortunately... Uh, you know, to do that would be to rip this verse out of the entire context, first of all, of John chapter 5, and then out of the book of John, and then out of the whole Bible. And so what we always have to do, uh, one of the most important things we have to do when we read the Bible, is to remember that we always interpret Scripture in light of other Scripture. And so uh, these verses are not in any way teaching a works-based salvation. They're not teaching that the people who go to heaven are the good people and the people that go to hell are the bad people or something like that. Um, what, what these verses are teaching us is that uh, there will be a difference uh, between how this judgment goes. And there will be one group who, because they believed in Jesus, were saved and then indwelt by the Holy Spirit, they did indeed perform good works and bring honor to God. Uh, But there will be many, many, many other people 
who did not believe in Jesus, who did not place their faith in God's Messiah, uh, who were not indwelt by the Holy Spirit, and so therefore never did any good deeds, never did any God-glorifying deeds. And so while no one will be saved on the basis of works, the only way anyone will be saved, the only way anyone will enter heaven or spend eternity in the presence of God will be by trusting in Jesus, faith in Jesus. You can't read the book of John and not see how clearly Jesus and John are pointing us to faith in Jesus. But what we also have to keep in mind is that even for those who place their faith in Jesus, we will still give an account for our life to God. Not for salvation, uh, but, we, but, but we will still be judged based on how we lived our lives. And so there will be. Um, uh, Paul talks about it in 1 Corinthians chapter 3. There will be a lot of our life, things that we did that were uh, for selfish motives, out of sin, uh, impurity. Those things are going to get burned up. And it doesn't mean we will get burned up. It doesn't mean that we will not be saved. But if we're in Christ... Our life's going to be judged. But then those things that we did walking in the Spirit, walking by faith, um, the things that we did to honor God and love others, uh, those things will stand up in the judgment and will be crowns that we can cast down at the feet of Jesus. And so I just felt like it would be worth entering in and just having a, a conversation here about what Jesus is and what he isn't saying. Um, we will all be resurrected to, to experience a bodily life forever. Uh, no one is saved by their works. The only way that we're saved and enter into God's presence is by faith in Jesus. But then all of us, whether saved or not, will have to give an account for our life to God. Again, not an account of salvation, but an account for whether we did good or not. And uh, this is something as the believer that we should look forward to with hope, but also with a certain measure of fear, that we should not fear uh, that we won't make it into heaven or that we won't be accepted by God, but just remember that God will not be mocked and that we do live our lives before his face and that we have this, this burning desire to please him with our whole lives. So if you have a great discussion and hopefully you can dig deep into what this would mean for your life and my life today.